1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Welcome to Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford, and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, Law of Attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. I hope you are all doing well and having a lovely start to your week. So today's episode, I really wanted to talk about the power of energy, especially in your home. So talking about home, talking about our spiritual home, and talking about how we can create positive energy and flow within the home as well. Now you may be thinking... Emma, how on earth is this relevant to spirituality? Well, it's massively relevant as you're going to find out from this episode. And interior design, the home and positive energy are all things I am super, super passionate about. So I thought it was about time I did this with you and we covered how to create a spiritual home, how to create positive flow and energy within the home because I don't talk about this enough and it's actually a massive passion of mine. So um, over the last week or so, I have been um, revamping just a few areas of the home just because there was like furniture I'd had for a while, which I was kind of like, oh, I wanna do something with that space and I just never really got around to it. Um, so I took the time um, on my week off last week to revamp a couple of errors which I've been sharing with you on Instagram and everyone's like oh my god how have you done that? I do it all myself there's no designer I'm hiring I am the designer so um, I'm really pleased that you've been enjoying it as much as I have and obviously you guys are like you need to do this more so it definitely is my plan to talk more about interior and creating positive energy and flow in the home with decor um and with yeah like a whole array of things which we're going to cover in this podcast so I hope you're going to enjoy it. So I first really created a love for interior and homes when I first moved out when I was 18 so 10 years ago, and my mom's always been like super into interior design and like super always had like a really nice home and stuff, but it's never kind of been my jam. <laughs> like it was always like, oh, like that's great for you, but it's not really what I really love. So when I moved out, um, I really sort of like came into my own. And although money was an issue back then, um, you know, I was working part time, I had my depression, I was in my debt. Um, you know, like it was hard when you literally are getting your first home right or renting your first home to just have loads of money for furniture or know what your style is. So I definitely think it's grown and evolved with time for me. And with, I think, resources and knowledge as well, like, you know, you guys know me, I've been coupon queen or was coupon queen for a very long time. So money consciousness and obviously like, you know, being savvy with money, especially in the home has always been my, you know, my joy. And like, you know, even when I shared my hallway update this week, everyone's like, how much was that table? I was like 30 quid. Like I am, I just find the bargains. I know what I want and I find the bargains. So some things I definitely think, you know, you can't compromise on quality. Like sometimes it, is definitely worth spending a little bit of money to get the quality you want, but there are definitely a heck of a lot of things you can achieve very easily with a budget with, you know, pieces of furniture or decor that can be found, really nice stuff in affordable places um, for for all budgets. So um, that was my first home when I was 18 and I didn't really do too much with that. Like it was furnished anyway, so we just put decor in there. Um, and for me, it just wasn't my style. It wasn't, yeah, like I just wasn't really fussed about doing much at that point. Um, my second home was my flat um, before this house. Um, And again, like I felt like because it was a blank canvas, I was more creative at that point. But again, just down to money, obviously the guy I was living with at the time, when you're living with someone, it can be quite hard to have free creative reign, right? So although I was coming more into my own, I definitely wouldn't say like that even reflected my style because even the kitchen was like colours I hated. But again, because I was renting, couldn't really do much about it. So my third home, the home I live in now, I have got a few house tours up on YouTube, but again, they're so outdated to how the house looks now. I really probably should do a new one. Um, and maybe even like talk through visually how what I mean with the energies and stuff, because it's one thing hey, here's my house, look at my nice stuff. It's also another thing as well to then say, this is why I've placed it in this place, or this is why I have this color scheme, or this is why I do this. So I think it would be nice to do something like that at some point, so I'm definitely gonna do that in the next year, um, (laughs) hopefully before I move out of here. So with this house, it was the colour schemes I wanted. <laughs> it was a brand new build home, so I was living in my element and totally manifested the perfect place for myself here. I wasn't with anybody um, when I moved into this house, so obviously I had full creative control. Um, and you know, it was really fun for me, and although I had quite a lot of furniture which I reused from my flat. Um, you know, just to save money and things. Actually, it was really nice to think, actually, now I can have all the themes and colours and styles I want because the carpets and walls and kitchen match it. So I had to like phase out all the copper I had from my old house and then phase in all the silver, like, you know, utensils and kitchen appliances and tables and stuff that I wanted for this house. And then last year I did a big upheaval in the living room just because I never really... I never really did much with the living room because again, this was never meant to be a house I stayed in particularly long. So I never really, you know, invested in new, like really bulky furniture. I only bought things I knew I would keep regardless because I thought I would move. Um, But five years later, nearly. (laughs) I mean, that house was like a one, two year stopgap, and five years in April, I will have lived here. And honestly, it's been the past five years in this house. I love this house. Um, It's such a blessing and it's such a great energy as well. So it's been so much fun to upgrade things as I've gone through those five years or four and a half years at the moment. So um, yeah, like last year I upgraded quite a bit in the living room um, and just, you know, made the walls, like used my knowledge and used my passions to actually do a project in this house. Um, because obviously it's rented, so I couldn't do too much. Like I can't, you know, paint walls or knock down stuff or change tiles or flooring. Like obviously I can't do any of that, but uh, decor wise, obviously, you know, luckily I can do what I wish to, which is good. So for me, it was really about unleashing that creativity and saying, look, I know this wasn't meant to be a forever home or a long stop, but actually why not enjoy this space now? Why not actually create something you really love um, and that feels really homely and make the effort, spend the money and make the effort. Um, So I did and I'm really, really impressed with my living room. It looks so good now. Um, I love my like photo wall um, or image wall. It just all looks so good. So the next sort of places were upstairs in my hallway and sort of a corner in my bedroom and stuff that I wanted to do, which I've done this week. And it all just looks so good now and feels so good and you know that that's one aspect of it is obviously decorating there's so many different aspects to creating a spiritual home there is obviously yes decor yes how you style it but there's colour schemes colours have meanings and you know when you are styling your home your you know whatever it is like maybe you're even working from home now, a lot of us do work from home. So when you're working in that space, especially, and living in that space, this is a really, really important space to create energy and flow with. Um, And you might've heard me talk about this before, the power of decluttering, or even heard other people speak about this. But honestly, every time I do a big declutter of the home, abundance comes to me. Big manifestations, money, you name it, it comes to me. And the science behind that, the reasoning behind that is simply because and I use this analogy all the time, but it, it really is true in in the sense of the home that when you have a cluttered living room, you can't find anything. And you know, you go to a shop and you find a lamp you really like, you've got nowhere to put that lamp. So how can you bring in that new shiny lamp you want when you've literally got a living room full of clutter? So physical clutter also translates as emotional and spiritual and mental clutter as well. So I very often notice as <laughs> the Virgo perfectionist I am that when, my home is feeling messy, I feel messy as well. Like I'm not keeping a good routine myself. I'm not, you know, maybe (laughs) looking after myself as much as I could or self-love and I let things slip and then the house slips. So definitely I know when I'm in a good mental space because the house is in a good mental clean space as well. Um, And obviously if you've got kids, a partner, you know, obviously you've got people creating conscious mess around you um, and you're probably like cleaning up and then literally two minutes later, there's a trail of destruction behind you. So I completely understand that I'm very blessed to live by myself currently and only have myself and Luna influencing mess. Um, But you know, every six months, it's just really important to declutter. So every spring equinox, every autumn equinox, so it's normally around the 21st, of march 21st of september is a really great time to declutter and you'll probably feel those natural urges to do that anyway if you've done it in the last few weeks you're probably thinking, in ah oh, autumn equinox so this is what i did last week i took some time off and did it was like right i'm gonna do this as i had some time to heal and to go inward so i was like i really love decluttering as well so actually that's what i want to do Um, So I spent the time decluttering the house, which felt good. Everything was tidy and in its right place again. And it just felt so much better. Even just like mentally, it felt so much better. But even energetically, like you can feel the shifts in your house. You can feel the shifts as you make those shifts. So, you know, if your house is feeling stuck, stagnant, or maybe you feel surrounded by stuck or stagnant energy, the most powerful thing you can do is clean your house. The most powerful thing you can do is declutter your house, because then you're sprucing up the energy, you're shaking up the energy, you're creating change, and you're creating that container where there's new energy there, even if it's, you know, there's more space, you know, there's new energy there, which then creates the space for new things to come into your life, so when I use the living room analogy in spirituality, it's so true in the physical element of your house as well, because If you have a cluttered space, there is no space for abundance to come through. So actually by going through, and I love the Marie Kondo method. If you haven't watched Marie Kondo on um, Netflix, I really recommend it. It's so good. And I could recommend a whole ton of great home shows. Um, There's Dream Home Makeover with Sid and Shay, I think her name is. Um, I love that show. That's really, really good for decor and interior. Um, There's the Home Edit Get Organized if you love organization. Oh my God, love that show. And then Marie Kondo, um, who talks more about the energy and spirituality of home. So it's a good combination of like organization, spirituality and decor right there. That is what I'm here for in life, those three combinations. So um, I love in the Marie Kondo method, how um, she believes that everything holds, uh, well, it's the Japanese way, not just Marie believes this, the Japanese way, of living really believes in the art of everything, having an energy and a soul in your house. So like every item, a crystal, a pen, a toilet roll, (laughs) a table leg, everything having an energy and a soul and holding that item and seeing if it sparks joy. So the whole point of Marie Kondo's method is to hold every single item. And if it brings you joy and it feels good, keep it. If it doesn't, donate it, you know, give it to somebody or get rid of it. And I think this is a really powerful thing to do and it's something I've really like unconsciously done for years. Um, And when I first moved into this house, it was very cluttered still. And actually about two, two, three years ago, I had a real big blitz. And oh my God, the amount of stuff I got rid of, but actually, or donated, but actually as well, the energy shift that happened from that was massive. Um, And although like nowadays when I do it every six months, it's, you know, maybe a bag here, a bag there, it's not tons of stuff. um, It actually still feels a big shift, you know? And I know that every single item in this house feels good, is aligned. And yeah, just like feels good and feels aligned. And I want that item, it sparks joy. So definitely Marie's method works on that side of things. So when we're looking at the energy of the home, decluttering is such an important thing to do and regularly. Like I said, every six months just get on top of it and then it's less work to do. Um, And another thing I'm starting to do, but I'm definitely gonna hire someone to do this, is a deep clean of my house. Just because again, like energy, like. I love cleaning, I love Mrs. Hinch, don't get me wrong, but actually as well, like sometimes, like I just can't be asked to do a deep clean, you know, like really scrub the things. Um, So for me, it's like, well, actually, if I can invite someone in to help me with that, that's gonna feel energetically better as well because I don't really have the time to do that. But also I do love my weekly cleans that I do, but actually having a deep clean maybe once a year maybe every six months as well, equally adds to that positive flow of energy and clean and feeling clean in your home, right? So um that's what I'm doing in terms of my kind of, you know, my schedule of what I do each year to maintain that. So decluttering is step one. And really, again, we then look at the spirituality of the home. So a lot of the time in Feng Shui or any other books that talk about the spirituality of the home, they'll talk about the items, they'll talk about decluttering, they'll talk about positioning of things, even colours. But they won't actually talk about the interior of things because one thing I'm really passionate about and one thing I definitely will be sharing more over the next few years. So this is quite a few hints in one um, book tune into what you will, um, is actually it's one thing saying, put this here, do that there, but it has to also work for you in your space. And I think that's one thing that lacks in some of these methods is actually making it practical for people and actually making it attainable for people. And also how you translate that into style, because it's one thing saying, put a crystal in this corner, put a green coloured, rug in your office to promote X, Y, Z. Um, but actually, if that isn't a reflection of your style and actually you don't know how to then translate that into a stylish space with actual furniture, decor and things, it, it's where we then, the, the lack of flow, creates again because not everybody does have the eye for interior not everybody knows where to get nice bits of furniture from or how to style things so i think it's actually about taking it deeper and yes looking at decluttering first of all to create the space and look at the energy behind abundance and manifesting with that but also as well then taking it further and saying right now let's look at the spirituality of the home but also interior is important as well because It's then translating that into really practical terms where you can style your home in a way that really feels good to you and is the home you want. Like, you know, we all follow Pinterest boards. We're all like, oh my God, I love a living room like that. Oh my God, how do they style stuff like that? You can absolutely do that. So I am training in interior design. It's something I have done for years. It's something I've done for my friends. It's stuff I've definitely done for myself and my home on the down low. And I just haven't ever really shared or talked about it because you know, I was kind of like, yeah, I know I'm good at what I do, but like, <laughs> that's that, right? Like most people are good at styling their homes. Um, But you know, the more I've shared on Instagram, the more people are like, how did you do this? Like, how did you do that? And oh my God, I really want something like that. Or do you do interior consultation? So I'm not going to be doing it in coaching or anything like that, but I am going to be doing it in a different format. And I'm also um looking at Feng Shui as well to learn more about it. Um, Because it does fascinate me and there is lots we can pull from that to also incorporate into a spiritual home. So there's a little bit of uh, research for you going on and there's a little bit of a a clue. Um, So for me, I just thought it makes total sense to actually qualify in this as well, which I've been doing over the last few months because with that, it gives me the terminology and the practical side of interior, but also the spiritual side of things. Because it's one thing saying, well, actually, I think that would look really good and I think you should do that. But without the terminology and the understandings of the practical side of things, that's where I really want to take my practice deeper. So, anyway, side note with.
1: A
0: lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Of that, but um, when we look at the style of things, it, like I said, it's one thing decluttering it's another thing like creating spirituality in your home but actually it's an understanding how interior works and how you can translate that flow into furniture into actual decor you can actually buy and put in your home so um, I have lots to say on this I have lots to explore with this and I have a lot to share with you um, you know, in the future on this, definitely. So let's circle back to the spirituality of the home then. So yes, you can have crystals in your home. I think a lot of people think when I say spirituality in the home, it's crystals, Himalayan salt lamps, a little spiritual altar, incense sticks. <laughs> I'm sure that I've got a sound bowl in my living room, we eat yoga mat, you know, all the things that we class as spiritual decor, right? Um, whether it's like a little cauldron or a little manifestation box somewhere. So yes, all of these things do create a spiritual home, but actually it looks at things a lot deeper. So it's looking at things like feng shui. So some people just don't vibe with feng shui. Um, And I've I've read things on it. Like I said, I'm learning heck of a ton more because I've realised a lot of what I do is feng shui. Um, But I've never really like religiously lived by it. So obviously you have wabi-sabi or wabi-sabi. Oh God, I'm probably gonna butcher all these terms. So I'm so sorry to the cultures and people who created this. But you have wabi-sabi, which is Japanese. And Beth Kempton wrote a beautiful book on this about the Japanese way of living. Obviously Marie Kondo also has her Marie Kondo method, which is the Japanese way of living in home and spirituality in the home as well. You have feng shui, which is Chinese and the Chinese way of creating energy and spirituality in your home. You have Cory, which is Scottish. You have Hugger, which is Danish um, by Miek Viking, who also came on this podcast and I've done interviews with. So you've probably heard of his books, which is The Little Book of Hugger. And um, that's the Danish side of things. And then you have the, again, there's such a pronunciation to this, which I'm not going to get right, which is the F Greek way of home. And it means good life. So Efzing means good life, um, however you pronounce it. And that's the Greek way of doing your home and spirituality in the home. And then you have Indian as well, which is the Vasa Vasa to Shastra. Again, so sorry for all the butchering of those pronunciations. So there are many, many concepts and theories and translations and books and ways of doing things in spirituality in the home, as we can see from all of these beautiful cultures. And it's actually like what I found is like taking things that resonate, researching these things, looking them up and doing it your own way. So it's one thing if you wanna take something from hygge or wabi-sabi and then actually saying, how can I make that practical in my life? Um, So yes, there are things out there already that really do, especially Feng Shui, talk about spirituality in the home and help you to create that. But for me, it's actually about the furniture as well. It's one thing positioning crystals in certain corners of your house and saying, right, have a wealth corner. And I spoke about this in my Positively Wealthy Journal of like having a wealth corner and putting certain wealth promoting and abundance promoting crystals in there to attract money. But that is the feng shui of doing things. There are so many other ways of doing things. And also as well, like when you're manifesting and when you're creating energy and manifesting energy and abundance, it's about creating flow as well. So creating flow in the home is actually one of the most important things to do because without flow, there is no receiving, right? So if you are having like a clustered room with like really bulky furniture, which cuts off the doors or cuts off your walkway to the bed or... Um, stops like natural flow of you moving through the room but also energy moving through the room and you feel like furniture for example is the number one thing that does it like a really big chest of drawers for example if that's positioned wrongly that will cut off energy and flow in the room and you will feel it in your energy as well so why this is important is because you are an energetic being right You spend most of your time in your home and we definitely have throughout the last two years with lockdown as well. And obviously I work from home. So if you work from home as well, you're in the same boat as me of like 99% of our time is spent in the home. So of course your home is gonna reflect upon your manifestations and influence your manifestations because it is your energy. So how, you know, it's like, for instance, if you were in a toxic workplace, Every day you're gonna go to that toxic workplace and you're gonna feel drained. You're gonna feel negative, you're gonna feel drained and you're gonna be like, oh, I hate this. So the same thing works with your home in terms of you need to create that zen, flow, happy, joyful energy in your home to create the same in yourself and manifest your desires. So your home really is an extension of your own energy. It's where you're surrounding yourself, you are living in that space Um, So it's really, really important the decluttering side, but also the spiritual side of stuff as well. So there's lots of things about positioning of things. Um, Certain, obviously, crystals absolutely do help with that flow and positioning. But another thing you probably don't know is colour schemes. So for instance, you might feel drawn to certain colours in your home. And there's a reason for that because there is energies within those colours that then influence that energy. So for me, I love monochrome. I love monochrome and neutral beige themes, but that hasn't always been my style before. Like I said, it was copper, it was kind of rose golds. Uh, I then went through a silver phase. where everything was gray, white, and silver and pink. And now I still love that gray, silver, white, and pink. And I definitely still have that in my house here. But also I prefer monochromes and beige colors now. So beige is obviously like, you know the whole neutral color scheme is closest to orange in the color wheel. So orange promotes energy of balance. And when I found out this out last year, I was like, oh my gosh, I've literally been cultivating balance. And now I'm wanting to put all these neutral beige, orangey tones in my house. Like quite literally my energy is attracting the very things I need to create that balance. So look at the colors that you feel attracted to as well. And Maybe it's even time to do some research into the power of colors. Dougal Fraser, who is coming on this podcast in a couple of months time, he is the teacher of colors and he is where I learned all of this about how different colors we feel drawn to them and what they mean. So there are obviously color meanings in interior design. So for instance, blue is a very calming color. So if you had a blue room, obviously I would say more baby blue than dark blue, you would feel more calm and it would find energies of calm. So even in interior, they talk about the power of colours and how, you know, I'm learning about this on my course I'm doing, um, and how like it really does invite that energy into the space. So lots of things you can go away and look into. And if you want to cultivate an energy in your home, say you want to create a joyful office space, you might wanna incorporate more brighter colors like yellow, um, you know, for me, balance. So orange and going for neutral, woody, beige tones have really been great to create that balance in my upstairs space. So there's lots of things you can do with color and there's lots of things you can do with furniture as well. Um, positioning of things like I said if you you need to look at your balance of your wall spaces so many people and I literally um helped my friend out this weekend with her bedroom and I was like look at the disbalance of the wall space there and I said your room looks teeny because you're not balancing the wall space out so things like balance as a whole is something which is so massively spoken about in interior design but it's also really spoken about in feng shui and the spiritual way of living as well so when we're looking at balance we're looking at wall space we're looking at floor space we're looking at balance of items so you don't want just a clusterfuck of items in one corner um because does that create flow or is that actually creating stagnation so really when you look at your space and obviously this is going to be such a personal thing for everybody it's looking at that balance and saying right Am I creating balance in this space? Do the colors balance? Does the energy balance? Does the flow balance? Can I walk through this space with ease? Can energy flow through this space with ease? Another thing, sage in your house. um, You know, you don't have to use sage. You could use aura spray. You could use local sage, which is a bit more ethical. Um, Obviously, Palo Santo and white sage are the most common But again, it's being respectful of the space, respectful of the culture, and also that these things are obviously endangered as well. So any local sage you can get is perfect, or a sprays, or obviously you can get Palo Santo or white sage to do the trick. So cleansing your space is so important regularly. um, Because again, like people come through our homes, whether it's workers, whether it's you know, random, well, not random people, but you know, strangers come in the home, um, workmen come in the home, um, friends, family, kids. And especially if you're having like an argument in the living room, you are gonna wanna sage that space afterwards. You do not want energy trapped in those spaces that you spend a lot of time. So especially if you're having an argument in the bedroom, cleanse that space. You do not wanna create that tense energy or stagnation in the bedroom, you know? So cleansing spaces after arguments is a really important thing to do. But even just having a regular monthly cleanse is a great thing to do, or a great thing to remind yourself to do on a full moon because you're just resetting the energy and you're just creating that flow again and cleansing it and resetting the vibes. So a good thing to do as well. But that's a little bit more about the spirituality of the home. There's so much I could go into on that and we'll do one day. (laughs) Um, But moving on to the decor side of things, So like I said, we've got the decluttering, we've got the spiritual, and then you've got the decor side of things. And I think it's such a personal, you know, taste, such a personal decision of what decor goes in your home. But once you know your color schemes of what you want to invite in and the energies that you really feel called to as well, um, you can then start reflecting that in your decor. And like I said, redoing your home or buying, you know, even doing it out nicely does not have to cost the earth. When I told people how much I did this house for, like obviously the furniture, people were shocked. And I was like, well, I'm coupon queen. What did you expect? But also as well, like there are so many great places you can get really affordable furniture from. Um, you know, and if you love secondhand, like brilliant, like there's tons of places you can get secondhand furniture from. So there's lots, and obviously you remember all those things carry energy. So when you move into a space, obviously cleansing things is really important. When you're buying secondhand furniture, cleansing them again is really important to neutralise the energy. Um, So all those things consider as well. But if you're someone who likes buying new, then obviously there's tonnes of great websites out there that, you know, all around the world that have, Such affordable, nice pieces, which can give you the luxury feel, but don't have to cost the earth. So um, I was showing this on my Instagram the other day with my hallway of saying like, this hallway didn't even cost me a hundred quid. Um, And it didn't even cost me a hundred quid because I found pieces of what I wanted. And then what I did spend my money on was the things I really, really thought and knew would spark joy, like a nice candle um, or some, you know, interior books. So that's where I spent my money because the actual decoration of the, the hallway was the key here, not the furniture. So it's really about, you know, there's tons of tips I could give here about how to style a room or what, you know, what things you should look out for. But in terms of the furniture and decorational pieces and even artwork as well if you're going to put like artwork on the walls it all has to reflect you essentially it has to reflect you it has to reflect the energy you want to create in that space so for me above my office desk i have a beautiful pink picture of a beach and it's like the tides out it's sunset it's that pink dusky theme Now, obviously the pink energy is there and I love the pink, but also as well, I bought this because it really invoked a sense of calm when I looked at it. I felt calm, I felt relaxed. And when I look at it, it makes me distressed. It makes me feel relaxed and just oh, I'm at a beach and oh, it feels so good. So for me, that's exactly what I wanted to create in this space, that feeling of harmony, balance, peace, tranquil, you know, the workspace can be quite stressful, right? And then next to it, I have a quote of, you don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go and see what happens. Again, another very calm grounding quote there. In my living room, I have the elements of nature because I love nature. So there's very nature colours in there. And in my course, it talks about when you're going more towards earthly tones or nature tones, it's again gonna create that grounding and calm energy because when you're in nature, you feel relaxed. And therefore, when you're bringing it in the home, you're feeling that relaxation as well. So if you're drawn to the elements, like there's a reason for that. So I have fire in my living room. I have water. I have air. I have all these different elements of nature in there um, to, you know, create what I love and to create that harmonious nature, balanced energy. So there's tons you can do, tons, tons, tons. But think about when you're styling the room or home what energies you want to bring into that space and how you can reflect that through art, through furniture, through decorational pieces as well. Um, And look at the balance of things. Are you balancing the wall spaces? Are you balancing the floor spaces? Is everything on the floor? Is everything on the wall? It's all about that balance, that yin, that yang, which is again, another feng shui thing that is followed quite a lot. So I just wanted to give you some insights into that of how you can obviously create the spiritual home through decluttering, through spirituality, creating the spiritual home, and also then interior as well, because it's one thing picking up a book and being like, right, great. So I need to put this in this corner, do that, do that. Right, but (laughs) I still am not achieving the Pinterest look I want. So again, it's really about then saying, okay, if you want that piece of furniture, where can you find that in your budget? And there will always 100% be something for everybody's budget. And that is the beauty of so many home stores now, so many furniture spaces, online, in-store. You can always find something for every budget which reflects that style and taste and luxuriousness if you want that. So I hope this podcast has really helped you guys. I hope it has inspired you and please let's continue this conversation online, whether it's my Instagram, my free law of attraction support group, you know, share your decals with me, share your ideas. I would love to hear about um, what you're planning to do or what you have achieved through um, these tips or what you've even done beforehand Um, and yeah I hope it's given you some great things to go away and watch hopefully on Netflix and read as well Um, and yeah hopefully you're going to create some beautiful spiritual energy in your homes and start to see the manifestation of that as well with abundance and with the joy that can come from doing that but I love my home it is one of my favorite spaces to be in Um, And everybody always comments about the energy of it. Like, how do you get the energy like this? And like, one is because I'm the only person via Luna who lives here. So I have control of the energy in terms of I cleanse it regularly um, and nurture it, you know, and it's like my taste, my decor, like what I would want to put in a space. So it's my energy essentially. Um, But secondly as well, you know, like it's, All of the things I've mentioned in this podcast, it's a combination of things that create that positivity, that create that flow of a space. It's not just one, it's not just the other, it's all three. So have fun with that, have fun exploring, have fun decorating. Like, please keep me updated if you're doing it. I'd love to see what you guys get up to. Um, And I hope this podcast has just really served you and helped inspire a little bit more flow and spirituality in your home. So thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast episode. I really appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love guys.